0: Welcome to Married Well, the podcast. This week we have a special episode for you. We are re releasing the very first episode of our pod. I am super excited to share this episode again because it is so near and dear to my heart. So, without further ado, here's episode one of Married Well, the podcast. Welcome to Married Well, the podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Creek. As a practicing therapist and marriage counselor, I help modern couples rebalance their relationship. In this show, we explore the real issues faced by couples today and share the best strategies for making marriage work. Are you frustrated with your marriage? Disappointed with the reality of your relationship? Or are you just struggling to make it all work? You're not alone and you're in the right place. This is your source for real advice for real couples who wanna stay married well. I am so excited that you're joining me today for our very first episode. In this episode, I want to explore the topic of modern marriage. What does it take to build a modern marriage? And why is it so hard to achieve? This is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. As a marriage therapist and a relationship expert, I know that building a better marriage is hard. I've spent over a decade working with couples and I've seen the highs and the lows of modern relationships right from my therapy couch. But I've also seen the highs and the lows in my own relationship. I've been married for almost as long as I've been a therapist. And let me tell you, it hasn't always been easy. And I'm an expert. Like I mentioned before, this podcast is personal. And I want to start this episode by sharing a little bit of my personal story. So let me tell you about my marriage. My husband and I met in 2007 while I was in graduate school at the University of Chicago. He was working in a different department at the university and I was a bright-eyed social work student. He was cute and funny and it didn't take long for us to fall in love. We were a great team. He supported my career and eventually we decided to move to Colorado so that I could support his. We had a great marriage and a great relationship. Now, fast forward a few years. If you looked at our relationship on paper, Everything looked great. He had a great job and I was opening my own private practice. We had a beautiful baby girl and I had another one on the way. We should have been so happy, right? Right? Wrong. I had a beautiful home, a wonderful career, and I was creating the family I always wanted. But in reality, I was so unhappy. Moving to Colorado had been really hard and at least for a while, my career had to take a backseat to my husband. But even after I gained my footing again, things in our marriage still felt uneven or unbalanced. And after we had our first kid, I started to realize that my goals and my needs had taken a backseat. To my husband, my kids, and to the pressure I felt to make it all work. Maybe you can relate. Raising a tiny human is hard, especially when you're trying to balance your relationship And your career. There never seemed to be enough hours in the day to get everything done. And I was really overwhelmed. Worse, I didn't feel supported by my partner. No matter how much my husband did at home or with the baby, I always felt like I was doing more. And it didn't seem fair. We both work and we're both pretty successful and passionate about our work. We don't live to work, but it is very important to us. And we both contribute financially to our family. But now, all of a sudden, it felt like my accomplishments were supposed to take a back seat, and I was in charge of managing our home and our family. Kids came first, work came second. Before we got married, I thought my husband and I were on the same page about our goals and our dreams. When we got married, we were equals, and it wasn't supposed to be my job to take care of our home or to be in charge of the kids. We were supposed to split things 50-50, We were in this together and we were a team. But after we got married and after we moved to Colorado, the roles in our relationship slowly started to shift. And by the time we had our second kid, whatever balance I thought we had in our partnership was gone. Now, I wanna give my husband some credit. He's a really good guy and he wants to share the load equally with the kids and at home. After all, my husband's a feminist. But no matter what we tried, We could never find the balance I craved. We wanted a modern marriage, but we just couldn't seem to make it all work. I was so frustrated and so disappointed with myself, my partner, and my marriage. I felt like a failure. I mean, after all, I am a therapist and I am an expert, and I thought I knew everything it took to make marriage work. But I never expected my marriage to feel like this, and I didn't think it would be so hard to build that equal partnership we craved. And that's why I wanted to start this podcast with an episode about the problems with modern marriage, because here's the truth. Modern marriage doesn't exist, at least not yet. It's something we build every day. Let's start with a really quick history lesson. You probably already know this, but until very recently, getting married had nothing to do with love. People got married to expand the wealth and the power of their families and to increase the likelihood of raising children to adulthood. Historically, marriage was a financial and political institution, and there is nothing romantic about that. For hundreds, if not thousands of years, marriage has been a vehicle to create financial stability, physical security, and to raise children. Love only entered the conversation about marriage in the late 18th and early 19th centuries, when folks started to believe that individuals had the right to personal happiness. I know, crazy concept, right? And one way to find happiness is to spend your life with someone you get along with. It's a bonus if you're in love. Now, it should be noted that this belief in the right to happiness was only extended to certain people, the rich and the privileged being a primary group. But let's save that conversation for a different podcast. Even after love became a factor in marriage and marriage decisions, It was still rarely a driving force, and the notion of equality or shared partnership was still many, many, many years off. In fact, it's only been in the last few decades that married couples started to entertain the idea that marriage could be both a loving and equal partnership, and that both men and women have an equal role in supporting each other and their families in the workplace and at home. As more and more women have gained access to financial independence and greater opportunities in the workplace, the nature of marriage has changed and our expectations of marriage have changed too. But that hasn't led to marital happiness or satisfaction. About half or 50% of all people who get married eventually get divorced. And even for couples who stay married, many report feeling unsatisfied in their relationship. It's like flipping a coin on your wedding day knowing that it's just as likely you'll find heartache as happiness. But in spite of all of this, people are still getting married. And even when it's hard, they're still trying to find a way to make marriage work. Today, marriage looks and feels a lot different than it did hundred years ago. Marriage is no longer just about financial stability or even just about love. Today, we expect a lot out of our marriages and our partners. And that's a good thing, we've earned it. But modern marriage still hasn't caught up with modern expectations, and that's creating a lot of frustration and disappointment. These days, marriage isn't just about financial stability and raising kids. It's not even just about feeling loved and cared for. We expect our spouses to satisfy all sorts of needs these days, including our needs for personal growth and fulfillment. We want to find balance in our partnerships. We want to find success at home and in our careers, and we want it all now. It's not just enough to be loved. We also need to be fulfilled. But even as we expect more and more from our marriages and our partners, we're under pressure to spend less and less time invested in our relationships and our families. Building a successful business or career is demanding, but so is being a wife and mom. And too many women feel like they're drowning. No wonder your marriage is suffering. You were raised to believe that you could have it all. And you have high expectations for yourself and your marriage. That's a good thing. But it's also a lot of pressure, especially if no one has ever taught you how to actually achieve it. And here's the bad news. Life hasn't caught up with your expectations. You want to thrive at work and at home, but someone still has to do the laundry and drive the kids to school. And in most heterosexual families, that person is still mom. You've left a dent in the glass ceiling. But when you get home, you still have to mop the floor and you're exhausted. Because even though we've come a long way, we still have a long way to go. While women are spending more and more time in the workplace than ever before, men's contributions to life at home haven't caught up. The reality is that on average, women still complete significantly more unpaid housework and childcare than their partners. And while men have certainly stepped it up since the 1960s, it would be hard to call it a fair and equal partnership. If your relationship feels unbalanced and you feel like you're carrying more than your fair share of the load at home, you're not alone. And while that might be a slight comfort, carrying all of that weight will lead to burnout, resentment, and ultimately disappointment in your marriage and your partner. But here's the upside. It doesn't have to be that way. In fact, The majority of American men support gender equality at home and at work, even if they don't call themselves feminists. And there's a pretty good chance that your partner is among those modern men. The truth is today's men want to be more involved at home and with their children. They want to be more involved than ever before. The challenge is turning that philosophy or that belief system into an actual reality. And that's where we all fall short. Because men face barriers to creating balance too. Maybe your partner is struggling with the pressure of working in a career that doesn't leave a lot of room for his family life. The truth is today's men want to be more involved at home and with their children. The challenge is turning that philosophy or that belief system into a reality. And that's where we all fall short because men face barriers to creating balance too. Maybe your partner is struggling with the pressure of working in a career or a field that doesn't leave a lot of room for his family. Or maybe he's genuinely confused about the expectations at home. Take a minute to think about the home your husband grew up in. Did his dad carry the weight of managing the household and raising the kids? Or is that mostly left up to his mom? My partner's mom is a loud and proud feminist, but she still did most of the work around the house, even after she went back to work full time. And even though my husband's a feminist, he really doesn't understand what it means to take charge of the house or to take charge of the kids. Consider just for a moment that your partner might literally not see the invisible labor that it takes to manage your family and your marriage. And that's where we can step in. Imagine what it would feel like if you could really get through to your partner. If you could create that light bulb moment in your relationship where things start to shift to a more fair and equal place. Now picture this, what would your day look like if you had a more balanced partnership? What would you do with your time and your energy if you could just stop fighting about chores? And how would it feel if you could really lean on your partner, both practically and emotionally when you need support? What would it be like if you and your partner were genuinely, truly in this together? It feels pretty good, right? Now hold that picture in your mind. That is the portrait of a modern marriage. And that is what I want to help you create. A modern marriage is all about balance. And for better or for worse, we have to take charge to create that balance. Because here's the reality. Modern life hasn't caught up with modern expectations, at least not yet. And unfortunately, no one taught you or your husband, how to create a modern marriage amidst the opportunity and the chaos of today's world. But that doesn't mean you can't create a modern marriage of your own. The first step is to find your voice. You can't wait for your partner to just get it. And they probably won't find the pathway to balance on their own. Take some time right now to reflect on your expectations about marriage and your partner. What are your expectations for your marriage? What about your partner? Do your expectations actually line up with your values and your needs? And most importantly, are you sharing those expectations with your spouse? Answering these questions will help you find your voice and make it easier to talk about your feelings and your frustrations with your partner. The next step is to learn how to use your voice. Now, I want you to take a moment to reflect on how you communicate or how you use that voice of yours. Are you silent with your partner when you're frustrated? Do you keep things to yourself? Or do you actually make an effort to connect and communicate? When you're angry, do you argue and fight until one or maybe both of you explodes? Or do you nag and pick at a problem over time until it becomes really, really sore? How you talk to your partner matters. And it's important to practice talking to your partner in a way that he or she can understand. Don't be afraid to level up your communication here. This is a really important conversation and it's worth doing it well. And finally. When you find your voice, I want you to invite your spouse into an ongoing conversation about your partnership. After all, you can't solve a problem unless you can talk about it. Make time to talk about what's working in your marriage and what's not, and check in about this topic regularly. Remember that your marriage and your partnership is a work in progress, and finding balance in the midst of pressure, stress, and frustration is hard, but it's worth it. Rebalancing your partnership isn't impossible but it might take some work. And that's something you and your partner can work on together. Thanks again for joining me for our very first episode of the podcast. I'd love to hear what you think about this episode and don't forget to subscribe and share it with your partner. Thanks for listening to Married Well, the podcast. Have a comment or a topic you'd like me to cover? I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram at married.well. Show notes and resources can be found at marriedwell.co special thanks to marcy page for producing this episode ready to level up your relationship start with my free quiz at marriedwell.co slash quiz and get a tailored to you strategy to overcome your biggest relationship roadblocks remember relationships don't have to be this hard you can be married well see you next time